Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes. Welcome to Tech Radio. For 10 years, the number one Irish tech podcast bringing you the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, as well as our show on air with RTE and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you bang up to date on all things tech every single day with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, Amazon's personal assistant, A-L-E-X-A. I'm only saying that because if you have one and you're listening to us on a loudspeaker, you may want to just uh, turn it off or something like that because we're going to be saying that name a lot and it might drive her insane. Uh, <laughs> whereas if you have it set up for the uh, the C-O-M-P-U-T-E-R word, uh, actually that is um, one we're going to be using as well. So just to warn you about that in advance. But before we get into that, uh, now a couple of interesting bits in uh, the news today. Uh, Facebook this week, $5 billion fine. Are you kind of like going... <gasps> Oh my God, that's a huge amount of money. Do you know what? This is actually a really interesting week for the story to break because Facebook just today actually have released their um, financial results for the quarter ending for the 13th of June. Mm. And they actually factored in the $5 billion fine that has just been levied Mm. against them by the FTC. Uh, And net for the quarter, uh, you know, deducting absolutely everything, Facebook made... 2.5 2.5 billion after paying the 5 billion dollar fine after paying the 5 billion dollar fine it's, for the quarter uh, well that that is just ridiculous is that that means that they're turning over a profit of maybe say 7 billion a quarter which is 4 7 is 28 30 billion yeah, you know, I mean, put it in context, you know, yeah, well, it's well, barely a slap on the wrist. It is barely a slap on the wrist. In fact, uh, I heard somebody um, uh, describe it as a caress on the wrist, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, though, I mean, when you're running a company, if somebody's going to come in and take, you know, 15 or 20 percent of your profits for the year, it's uh, it's not inconsiderable either. Well, you know, if they were in Europe, they would be having a very hard time with this right now. Bear in mind. They uh, went up against the FTC uh, in America. And this is actually a settlement. It's not a judgment against them as such. Uh, It still has to be approved. But, um, you know, this is something that government sat down with them. Um, The FTC is currently controlled by Republicans at the moment. uh, Who So the vote was along party lines three to two. uh, And it was decided, yeah, let's let's settle this out of court. Let's just, yeah. That's not not quite sweep it under the rug, but on a side note, um, about a hundred million has been has been set aside for investors um, who uh, might have felt aggrieved or misled about the extent and nature of Facebook's uh, data uh, storage and uh, usage practices. Now, you know this is what the the five billion is about. Uh, I mean, this is users signed up didn't know what their data was going to be used for, found the warnings, even though they might have been on the website, quite opaque, quite difficult to get to. Uh, And this is sort of finally the, yes, we're going to sort all this out. But here's something really funny. You're going to get a a brilliant kick out of this. I I know I did. Uh, As part of the terms of the settlement, Facebook agreed that they would set up an independent committee um, just to to provide oversight of, um, you know, maybe third party apps, but also the way that they're handling privacy. So, you know, they can get some particular, they can get some feedback whenever a new feature is rolled out or, you know, if they decide that, OK, they're going to change the terms and conditions. So how do we communicate this properly to our our uh, 
um, our users. Guess who's heading up this committee? Mark Zuckerberg, probably. <laughs> he surely is. No way. <laughs> He is his own watchdog. But you know what? It's ridiculous because all the headlines have been like, you know, $5 billion fine, blah, 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 blah. But actually, it's it's exactly as you say. It's not. They haven't been acu- They haven't been found guilty of anything, so to speak. This is a settlement. This is, okay, well, we reckon that's what you did, so uh, pay the fine and that'll be it. It'll be done. We won't investigate any further. And what really scares me about this is that part of the settlement is, is that uh, it gives immunity to Facebook against all of the things that they've done that we know about. Out, and all the things that we've done that we don't know about. Yeah, and that's kind of the nature of the settlement. You know, the, this rather large case was being taken uh, and all of a sudden mm. it's just kind of, well, not quite s- swept under the rug, but I mean, it's not... Yeah. Facebook won't be getting their day in court. No, That's no, it. Fact, and, and there's personal immunity for Mark Zuckerberg and Charles Sandberg uh, as well. It'd be akin to kind of you and I having a major falling out uh, mm-hmm. and then just saying, look, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a hundred quid and we forget about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, so. and it happens all the time in the American justice system that this horse trading goes mm. on. Often for cases where somebody is innocent, you know, they'll just go, OK, look, pay pay a hundred dollars. Mm. This thing will go away. You won't get a conviction. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, pay a hundred dollars. You'll get, you know, the charge reduced. Uh, but you might yeah. still get your a day in court, that well, kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's the point that we wanted to make today was that it's not necessarily a $5 billion fine. It's not necessarily a $5 billion um, uh, settlement. What it is, is $5 billion they're paying for immunity. Yeah, and it's they're not going to feel it. You know, it was, there was a, a documentary the other day on uh, on Channel 4, a terrible documentary, and it was about uh, how if you've got £2 million sterling, you can buy a British passport. Right. And it's the same in uh, Australia and it's the same in the United States. If you rock up with a load of cash and you promise to employ a load of people, come on in. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah. And this documentary is kind of going, that's terrible. But it's like, that's the law. <laughs> okay, I'm quite sure it's the same in Ireland. If you show up with enough money, <laughs> they'll go, come on in. And it's happened before. Well, um, well, oddly enough, mm. uh, I was at a talk with um, an entrepreneur by the name of Bill Lau, who is very well known He uh, uh, around Ireland. He went and he settled in Kerry. And he said, he basically showed up and he said, you know, I'm, I'm an investor, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm looking to invest in companies in Ireland. And uh, according to a talk that, you know, I was at that he was there, he was basically looked at askance, sort of like, what, what do you mean? Like, what's your, what's your angle? What, what are you doing here? And he had a terrible time jumping through hoops before he finally got his Irish passport before he finally, you know, was, mm. was listened to. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that uh, actually a lot of people don't know because all we hear is about green card in America and, and, and visas and all that kind of stuff. Ireland mm. is one of the hardest countries in the world to get a passport for. Mm. Little fact to uh, store away. Also in the news uh, this week, Microsoft, a couple of announcements, some intentional, some uh, unintentional. Uh, they're thinking of dropping uh, Cortana. Yes, thinking of dropping it, which which has sort of uh, relevance to the conversation we're going to have later. But if you look at Cortana as something that, when you look at it, it's it's potentially on every PC in the world. It's not, but it potentially is because Microsoft has the distribution channel. Uh, however, it was so long actually getting here that by the time it did, has it actually got here? Nobody has noticed. No, it hasn't. Right? And, and it's strange because people are getting more and more used to Siri and Alexa and, uh, and, and Google Assistant and stuff like that. And Microsoft are dropping it. And as you say, they've got such a massive market share. It's like, hmm. Well, part of the delay in it 
getting any sort of look-in in different markets outside the US has been an issue that digital personal assistants around the world be it you know very basic ones or or something super sophisticated like Adele that is being worked on in the Adapt Center uh, in Dublin mm. at the moment natural language processing it's it's the first thing you've got to get right and if you've got somebody with a, a fairly neutral voice I, I would regard you as having a neutral voice Dusty I don't think you have a particularly strong accent um, it's got to work now I've tried to use these things and I don't even consider myself you know the owner of a particular brogue or anything like that and it just hasn't happened Mm. it hasn't worked just wait until you start living in a foreign country and then you'll find out you've got a very strong accent (laughs) 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 but I do know what you mean Uh, and we're going to talk about that uh, uh, in a few moments time also with Microsoft the other kind of thing that they didn't really mean to slip is that they're uh, going to change the start menu yeah, um, this was uh, build 18. Let me just see. The, that doesn't really matter. The latest build of um, Microsoft Windows 10, which was mm. being um, uh, done a, internally on a developer only basis, got leaked uh, to members of their Windows Insider um, program, uh, particular people that were using uh, the 32 bit version. And uh, the the thought was that this was uh, a UI being trialed for Xbox and, and Windows Lite, uh, which we're not going to talk about. Probably will never talk about unless it's, you know, with a, a bit of a giggle in the background. Um, and the good news, uh, if you want to consider it such, and I certainly do, is that uh, this new UI has dropped the live tiles. Ah, now you see. With my bland accent, as you called it, uh, I'm not happy with that at all. I love colour. Yeah, but I mean, do you like mousing over something and for it to start flipping around and telling you what the uh, news is? And um, no, uh, no, I, I, I dumped all of that, but I do like the big squares with the the logos, and I'm able to see it and just then boom, click on it, like, uh, and and I'm happy with it. And it took kind of a little bit of getting used to because a lot of people when Windows 10 came out were just not happy with that at all. But I've kind of grown to like it, and now that they're going back with this more grayscale kind of a thing, it's like. Ugh. Do you know what it actually reminded me of? What? Windows 95. No, it didn't remind me. It didn't. Slightly. Slightly. Like same yeah, colour uh, palette. Anyway, listen, uh, anything could happen between here and next spring when it comes out anyway. So uh, we, we'll wait and see. The other uh, big news this week is uh, Samsung. They finally announced a release date for the Galaxy Fold. The phone that a neither... Re- you- release date in inverted commas, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we hope to have it out in September is what they're saying, uh, which is interesting because that's generally when the, uh, the new iPhone is going to be released as well. So you think they're going to be going head to head? I think they have to go head to head. I do not fancy Samsung's chances then. Mm, I don't know. Do you know what? It's funny because I'm, I, yeah, I'm a bit of a Samsung head, but I'm, I'm not excited about that. I don't have any use for it. Uh, and uh, I, I would love one just to play with it. But like many things I buy, I'll play with it for a couple of days. And then <laughs> boom, it'll be gone. Anyway, we keep well, let, let's put it into context. I mean, it's, it's a 2000 euro bendy phone that <laughs> when people were testing it last had a habit of creasing in the middle. <laughs> Good man, Niall. A bendy phone. They will love you in Samsung marketing for that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, let's get on to our uh, main okay. chat for uh, uh, for day, which is uh, which is Alexa. There you go. I've said it out loud. Uh, I hope you've changed your setup at home because I mean, all we're hearing these days really is you know smart speakers, this smart speakers, that they're the future. It's all Siri, Google Assistant, Alexa. For me, working in radio, the industry is kind of focusing very much on them, saying that smart fe- speakers are the future and that every home in Ireland will have one in the next five to ten years. Um, and, you know, yourself and myself, we've had various assistants over the months and the years. Mainly uh, Alexa is the one I think we've been using. So today I thought it would be nice um, to see kind of how smart these speakers are or how useful they actually are because you kind of have this period of a couple of weeks or a couple of months and then the novelty wears off. Mm. And it, are they actually useful and are they actually smart? That's the question, I suppose, really, um, that, that we're asking today. Um, so th- listen, just to ask firstly, I suppose the, the first thing with any of these smart assistants is recognizing your voice. And you had something to say about, um, NLP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, voice is the, is the primary, um, uh, user interface. Mm. If you, if you're not getting that right, you're not getting a personal assistant mm. right. Uh, it is, it is sort of first principles at which these things work. Or rather, there's, there's two kind of things that any sort of digital assistant has to get right. It has to get the natural language processing right. And it has to have a knowledge base. Um, and, and, you know, if you, if you look at alternatives like Bixby, which uh, is Samsung's attempt on it, it doesn't really do either of those. It differentiates itself by figuring out how you use your phone and what apps you use when and being able to present that to you. Mm. So, you know, you can wake up in the morning and it'll be like, oh, right, it's 8 a.m. These are the apps that you use 8 a.m. Okay, this is what your home screen is going to have. Oh, it's now 9.30, you're in work. Here you go. This is your work screen because I've figured out Mm. how often you use these apps during the working day. And then at night, you might get something different again. I mean, it's a a dynamic thing. It learns, it it takes your... um, your appointments and all that basic stuff as well but it doesn't pitch itself as a personal assistant and i think it's fair to say that it's super popular for it Mm. do you find uh when that was that was a bit of sarcasm i know i know i'm ignoring it um (coughs) do you find when you're speaking to alexa that she is able to understand you uh yes and that is something i was very surprised by um because uh i have been burned before dusty by uh, assistants just not understanding me, um, whether I was sort of projecting my voice or whispering or, or doing, you know, any any sort of moderate testing to see how the uh, language recognition is on it. Mm. And I was very impressed. Now, I was testing Alexa through the second generation um, uh, Amazon Echo. So it's sort of their own, um, you know, flagship. Here's our cool stereo with Alexa built in. Mm. And I think as a package, it's really good because um, the Echo, the, the version that I was using, has a fantastic speaker. It's really good. Mm. If you wanted, you know, a competitor for an Ultimate Ears or a Bose uh, or something like that, you could actually go, you know, I'd like I'd like an Echo. And if that's all I use it for, if, that, if I only use it yeah. as a Bluetooth speaker, I'd be happy with that. And, you know, the 30 euro extra you'd pay for you know, uh, having Alexa on it that you'd pay for a, an Echo Dot or mm. something like that. That's that's fine. That's an all right investment. 
Yeah, I know. It is funny. Uh, the, the thing that makes me laugh about the, the sound quality of the, of the bigger units uh, with Google and with uh, Amazon are uh, is very good. And what makes me laugh is, you know, after growing up uh, in the industry, it's like music was always stereo. And mm. now, you know, you can barely buy a radio or you can barely buy a, a smart speaker or anything like that. That is stereo. They're all mono speakers now. <laughs> and there are reasons for that. <laughs> Um, the, the mono j- works uh, better uh, for just general listening. Right. If you just want noise in the corner of the room, you're not going to get the stereo effect. Uh, and right. mono is easier because you just need one speaker and, da, da, and all that kind of stuff. But it, it just amuses me that uh, that they are like that. Also, uh, with uh, Amazon, I found that the sound... Now, I've got the Amazon Dot, the, um, mm. the, the, the current one. And... Uh, I find the speaker on that is much, much better than the uh, the Google uh, Home Mini. Right. Much, 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 much better. But uh, going back to the, the understanding what you're saying, mm. what drives me nuts about Alexa is that she can understand me, but I absolutely have to train myself to say the words in the order she's expecting. Okay, right. So that's that's kind of interesting. So you've you've had to learn to speak Google, and this is kind of a thing about uh, smart speakers because you know everybody's kind of saying, "Oh, we have to teach the smart speaker to do this, this, and this." But actually, do you know what? There's a whole load of we as human beings also have to learn how to have smart speakers in our house. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Mm. Yeah, I, it's about I having them so. there. What are you going to use them for, and how do you interact with them? And uh, like you know, a lot of parents. A lot of parents talk about uh, Alexa and say that they don't like it because when the kids talk to it, the kids don't say please or thank you. (laughs) Well, why would you? It's a computer. But, you know, you want to teach kids manners and stuff like that. Like, you know, and Mm. I I have to, because I'm well reared, uh, Mm. you know, I'll ask a question. When I get the answer, I'll go, thank you. And occasionally I get a response like, you're welcome. (laughs) Ooh, that's, I, I should try that. Yes. So it's it's funny and it's kind of, kind of trying to make it a little bit more uh, of a human interaction. But one of the things I would absolutely say with Alexa uh, that drives me nuts is I have to have my sentence absolutely structured correctly in order for her to do what it is I want. Whereas, mm. whereas with Google and the Home Mini, I'm able to just throw whatever question I have and it figures it out. Mm. So yeah. I think the whole Google Assistant side of things is way more intelligent. Okay, right. So you would you would give the thumbs up there for accuracy to Google over Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah. And and no, we're not doing a comparison uh, between the two. We're just doing our experiences and what we have, and that's kind of the experience that I have. Um, t- tell me about the um, uh, Amazon Echo that you had. What did you want it for? Was it for music? Was it for listening to radio? Was it for asking questions? Was it for automation in the home? Did you have anything in particular? Was it just a toy? I want to play with it. What was, what was the reason? Well, do you know, it, it sort of arrived and I was a little bit like, what, what am I going to do with this mm. thing? So I took it through its paces, just so, you know, what time is it? What's the weather like? Play radio. Um, and I actually, I was able to get the difference between um, uh, the DAB stations and uh, the FM stations. So mm-hmm. I was able to get, you know, 2XM, etc. Mm. Um, and... I didn't do things that would potentially cost me money. 
<laughs> well, who does? <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't want to go, you know, open Amazon, buy me XCD or anything like that. Yeah, uh, which I know has happened to people in the past. They've been stung, um, and ultimately, I found that it just became a glorified clock radio. Yeah, you have literally hit the nail on the head with what I think of, particularly with uh, Alexa, a glorified clock radio. Do you know what I use Alexa for the most? And I'll demonstrate it now because I have it wired up. Computer, what time is it? It's 12.46 p.m. That's, That's what I use when I'm wandering around the house. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this? Mm, can I yeah. not just look at the wristwatch? Uh, can I not look at the time on my phone? Uh, there's a clock on the wall. Why do I mm. have to? Th- <laughs> well, think of it this way, right? I mean, we're fairly connected people. Like in my front room, I would, you know, always have my smartphone. Of course, mm. uh, I have Chromecast. I have tablet, right? Yeah. If I have a question, uh, well, my mind has a tendency to wander around you know, YouTube spirals and, you know, Google spirals and all that sort of thing. Um, why would I use an Amazon uh, Alexa over just sitting at my tablet? I find I did it last night uh, in that I was watching a movie and I wanted to know where it was um, filmed. So I just shouted out. I said, uh, Alexa, blah, 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 blah. Where was such and such a movie uh, shot? And I came back with the answer. Or, you know, you can ask. I find it's I find it's OK at general questions. So um, and actually, uh, and I tried an Irish one. Uh, this might surprise you or not. But um, computer, who is the Taoiseach of Ireland? The Taoiseach of Ireland is Leo Varadkar. I was quite surprised. Well, that's that. it. Actually, we we that is sort of time stamped our show. It now has no lasting value. Thank <laughs> you, Dusty. I, I, are you saying Leo's got no lasting value? <laughs> I, I'm just saying I'll, in I'll twenty years' know, time, I'll let him know you send your best next time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of stuff. But then there is other. T- I can't think of a single question now. But it, it, um, I find that when I, there are other questions that come to my mind, especially if you're straying away from entertainment or general knowledge, um, that Alexa absolutely fails miserably whereas google because it is the fountain of all knowledge will be much better yeah well, it's fountain of all knowledge it's listening to you now that, there's another thing now my wife hates alexa hates it i am not having that thing in my house right because she says it's always listening and it freaks her out that it's always listening and i just keep pointing at her phone going your phone is always listening <laughs> yeah whether you use the google assistant on your phone or not your phone is always listening yeah, and we know that now. I mean, we, we, we know for a fact that Google engineers have been listening into people's calls and Amazon under the pretense well. of, of making services better. Exactly. So it's kind of like, you know, well, if your phone is going to be there, there's no way anybody is giving up their phone. So mm. darn it, I might as well have a, a smart speaker. And actually, that's actually kind of the thing, because when I wanted to play with it, I was kind of, I don't like the thought of it listening to me all the time. And then I went... My phone is anyway, so I just gave up. It was kind of like, you know, just go with a kind of a, a, a vibe more than anything else. Um, what else do I use the Alexa for? Uh, a time, as I said, a timer is great. So you can just shout out, uh, give me a reminder in five minutes or set an alarm for in the morning at a quarter past eight or whatever it happens to be. Um, you could do morning routine, which I, uh, I don't use it that often, but I have a morning routine where, um, I can say whatever good morning to the unit and it'll give me the news from RTE uh, followed by the weather uh, and then it'll start playing uh, some music from Spotify. 
Now, how do you find the Spotify integration? Because it's not it's not your account necessarily. You can just say, you know, play X. Oh, generally, uh, if you don't have a music account, it will play uh, music from Amazon Music itself. Mm. Um, but I don't know how good that is. I do, to be honest, I know nothing about it because I do have a Spotify account uh, and I linked it up. So anything that I want to hear. So if I want to say computer play YouTube pride in the name of love should play. Mm. Don't come on. I think you want me to play you too, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> pride in the name of love by you too from Spotify. Okay. Computer, stop. Okay. So, that's the kind of thing that drives me nuts. That's a great example. I think you want me to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or it'll turn around and say, I didn't quite understand that. Do you want me to do such and such? Or it'll just go, I don't understand what that. Uh, try something else or whatever. Mm. And that's where, that's where it drives me utterly nuts. But as you say, uh, having it as a, as a glorified alarm clock, I think is very good because it'll do that with the music. Um I like uh, with the radio, I would use it as a radio. So I'd say computer, ask Irish radio player to play RTE Radio 1. And it should come up. No, it's not right. You see, it's not recognized. It's, it's, it's very hit and miss. Um, mm. uh, let me see. Uh, computer, play RTE News. In latest news headline from Ireland, a mother of one of the children who featured in last night's RTE investigation into care standards da, da, da. at the hide and seek childcare. Stop. So, actually, I like was that. impressed by asking for the news. I was impressed by that kind of thing. I, right. I will uh, concede that. All right. Well, I have. It gets even better. I have it set up so that uh, I can go computer. What is the news? My goodness, it's not recognizing my voice. After It's the bland accent that's putting it off. Computer, what is the news? Here's your news. From RTE News. The Minister for Children and Youth Affairs has said she was shocked and deeply Computer. upset by what the... Stop. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. You yeah. can actually get it to do the latest RTE News bulletin on, on, on your thing. And I think for that, that is way smarter than Alarm Clock Radio. Now, have you bothered downloading any additional skills for Alexa? Um, I don't think you didn't necessarily download them. You just have to tell it that you want to use skills. Uh, and I have done uh, one or two. So, like the Irish radio player, which I mentioned, um, uh, which does work and it doesn't work because you can ask the Irish radio player to play, you know, RTE or FM 104, whatever it happens to be. Radio Nagel can be a bit hit and miss. Uh, there's another station I like um, from Waterford called Naughty Beats, and it just hasn't a bloody clue what I'm saying when I ask for that, even though it's on the Irish radio player. Naughty Beats. Yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah, Beat 102-103 down in Waterford, and uh, it's all uh, music from uh, 2000 to 2010. It's very good. N-O-U-G-H-T-I-E-S. Well, you see, there you go. There you go. Anything that's pun-related is going to fail miserably on these smart speakers. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, then we could do podcasts, so I can go uh, computer. Ask Stitcher to play tech radio. We should hear one of our shows. Hello. Playing tech radio. A little bit about um, why it was so important Computer. for Bell Lab. Stop. So that's a, a previous show that I was listening to. Well, hey. Uh, and that, that it's kind of Stitcher. To and open Irish. up this kind of 
conversation between sort of... Stop! Paused. Do I sound like that? You do. Very distinctive. Very strong accent, I would have said. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) But it's that reliability, actually. Now, there's a thing that I would um, really criticise Amazon Alexa for. Um, because I had an incident where, or not an incident, but for whatever reason, it just lost contact with the internet mm. or it lost its settings or whatever. And all I got was, um, I'm unable to understand that. I'm finding it hard to understand. Try later. Mm. And basically, it just wasn't connecting. It wasn't doing anything. I get even asking at the time, uh, you know, I'm finding it hard to understand. Try later. Um, and to, to turn on the lights. And I kind of went, now, a lot of people go into home automation. We talk about home automation stuff like that uh, in, in a few moments' time. But if you have your home set up to do all of these things, like turn on the TV, play the music, close the curtains, turn on the lights, make the lights blue, or to change them to pink, or whatever happens, and then all of a sudden your Alexa stops working, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? um, apps and skills you were asking about. Yes. Hmm. I find a lot of the skills stroke apps I don't use. Uh, I find a lot of the games and a lot of the content uh, very American. Did you find that? Uh, yes, but I, it actually reminds me of a, an event I was at a few years ago where um, there was one of the lead developers for Alexa was talking about you know the potential of skills. Mm. and how great they were and how excited they were to be working on them. And uh, somebody said, when can we get them over here? (laughs) Silence. (laughs) Shrug. (laughs) Well, not yet. Yeah. But can you imagine what an enormous job that is for? Well, is it an enormous job? I'm kind of thinking like, you know, you've you've Facebook and Google and uh, and Amazon and yada, yada. Um, They're all global companies. And you and I just kind of think immediately, you know, kind of Ireland, UK, that is Europe. And Mm. uh, America's America and Canada is kind of in there by default uh, and maybe Australia. Yeah. But then you forget about all of the other European countries. So they've got to do versions of these services in French and German and Italian and Spanish and so on and so forth. Uh, and then you get into the African countries and all of the dialects. And then you get into Asia and all of the various dialects there. Uh, it must be a nightmare for them to uh, customize everything for every country. Mm, yep, yep, and, and, and dialects within within countries, and dialects within. I mean, look at Ireland, and we're a small country. Look at the dialects in it that we have. Even going mm. back to to learning Irish, the language, and it depended yep. if your teacher was from Donegal, he'd tell you that the last teacher from Kerry was wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's a, it is quite a, and that's back to the linguistic uh, programming that you were talking about at the very, very start of this. How does it learn? And I suppose it's got to learn from you more than anything else, which is one thing that, uh, again, Alexa does is that if you go into the history, and this is scary because the history remembers everything that you did, like everything. Right. So if you say, Alexa, what did I do yesterday? Uh, I don't know if it'll come back and tell you that, but if you look through your history and it will tell you that at 1.07 uh, p.m. you asked it uh, what was the weather like or at three in the afternoon you called your mother or uh, whatever, it'll tell you everything that you used Alexa for and the words that you used 
when you were speaking to Alexa. And then it has a little thing underneath it then that says, uh, did Alexa do as you expected? Yes or no? And that's how it's learning. Right, right. And And that's how it's learning with you. And I think, again, with smart speakers, we have to learn how to teach smart speakers and smart speakers have to learn how to uh, listen to each of us individually. I think it's one thing you can do with Alexa is that you can actually train it to listen to your voice specifically and then uh, it'll use one set of settings and then you could uh, have it with your wife's voice or your partner's voice or whatever happens to be uh, and then it will use a different set of settings. I'm only guessing at that now. Well, I think this is something that Siri as an alternative could get very good at because one of its selling points is privacy. So if you learned or if rather Siri learned how you talk, it's, you know, Google or Amazon aren't going to get that data because um, Siri is locked to your particular iPhone. So I think that could be a really good selling point for Siri um, because it's specific to you. And Apple are quite good at uh, privacy, strangely enough. They are. They are. Certainly are. It's another interesting uh, um, thing. Skills and apps and stuff like that. Um, ah, do you know what? Do you know what is very handy? <laughs> Find my phone. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. No, I but it's brilliant. It's because you always lose the phone around the house, and it's like you know. So you just shout out, you know, blah blah blah. Find my phone, and it rings your phone for you. It's fantastic. Yeah, but you know, I went through trauma uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I lost my phone, and I did find my phone. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, it, the little blue dot appeared and it was just outside my door. And I was like, oh, God, this is horrific. I dropped my phone outside, ran downstairs, looked out, couldn't see it. OK, right. Across the road. It might be across the road. Run over, run over. It was actually within the margin of error that the blue dot outside my door actually related to the cushion on my sofa. <laughs> Did it not just ring the phone so you could hear it? Of course, you probably had the phone on silent, did you? Yeah. Ah, you see, that's that's where it all goes wrong, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sure uh, is. Another thing that I uh, I use it for is uh, occasionally a shopping list. Okay. Uh, so so you, you bring your Echo to the shops, is that what you're No, me? you don't. You've got your Amazon app is on your phone, all right? So you can do like um, computer, add coffin to my shopping list. You already have coffin on your shopping list. Would you like <laughs> to add coffin again? Add what kind of two crazy more, is that? please. <laughs> have you got plans for me or something? No, I don't. But you know, a friend of mine is uh, is is very good. He he loves getting people's iPhones and going Siri. Where's the best place to bury a body? <laughs> <laughs> I've put two on your shopping list. You put two on my shopping list. So when I go and I open the Alexa app uh, at the shops, if I've forgotten something, I will see it there. Or you can link it in with your wonder list or whatever to do list it is uh, that you're going to use. Another surprising use actually that I had uh, for the dot was uh, in the bedroom because at night time, um, sometimes it's a little bit too quiet around here at night, and mm-hmm. I can't. I need some kind of noise. Do you? Do you ever get that? Yeah, well, like, I live in the middle of a city, ah, so right, okay, I've grand, got grand, noise grand. where oh. I am. But <laughs> whenever I go home to my parents, and they live in a very different environment. And, you know, even though I grew up there, I find it's too quiet. Yeah. Well, what I set up uh, the speaker to do is to play uh, an ambient sound uh, where it just plays the sound of thunder in the distance. And it's really relaxing. 
Mm, yeah. Really relaxing. Uh, another thing that they say it can do, I'll give you a demonstration now, uh, is that if you've got Kindle books, it'll read the books for you. Oh, that's nice. Is it nice? Let, let me give you a little taste of this to see if you like it. Uh, I've got uh, Liz Nugent's book uh, set up here, which is uh, Skin Deep. So, computer, read Skin Deep. Resuming Skin Deep, the most gripping thriller of 2018. Yawn, yawn. With him lying there, a blood-soaked monster. I negotiated my way down the narrow, cobbled streets to my favorite cafe on the promenade, stopping off to buy cigarettes. I bought a demitasse and drank it with trembling hands. Computer, watch it. Stop. Oh, yes. I see all the problems there. Don't you? All right. Now, if you've got yeah. an Audible account, it's not too bad because it'll play your Audible book, which is read mm. by a real human being. So it's a completely different experience. Yeah. Uh, so you've kind of, it's, it's one of those things where it sounds great, but is it? And I love the, the demos that they do where it's kind of like, you know, Alexa, uh, order me the bloody blah pizza from Domino's. I mean, mm. would you really? <laughs> well, well, maybe, maybe if you, if you order from them regularly, why not? Um, what's uh, I'm trying to think of another one that uh, they say all the time that you would use um, Alexa for, and I can't think of anything. It does some fun things as well. Here's one, actually, if you have an Alexa, if you haven't tried this yet. Uh, computer, sing a duet with Ed Sheeran. Hey, Ed, here's a reminder. It's time for the party. Let's go. <laughs> this is dreadful now. It's dreadful. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. I'm at a party oh I don't want to be at. And I don't ever wear a suit and tie. Wondering if I can sneak out the back. Nobody's even looking me in my eyes. Can you take my hand? Finish my drink, say, shall we dance? Oh, yeah. Woo, you know I love you. Did I ever do mm-hmm. Stop. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my life is complete. <laughs> That's it. You can, you can get that get that coffin you've ordered me. I'm done. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the automation yet. <laughs> Listen, let me wrap let, let me wrap up the automation because um, I do you know where where I see the smart speaker. I'm not dissing smart speakers, and I'm not saying I'm welcoming them in. I think it's just interesting. I think we're at a, a development phase with smart speakers, and it's uh, it's certainly going the right direction. And a lot of people use smart speakers for uh, automation. Yeah. And the most basic one you could do is you could buy a, a smart plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a smart plug generally just does on and off. Right. So uh, you could have the plug and you could plug a couple of lamps into it or whatever. And then you just have to go, Alexa, turn on the lights and it'll turn on the lights in, or turn on the bedroom lights if you have it set up like that. And it's handy. Yeah. But then in another way, I'm kind of going, all I have to do is flick a light switch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I work from home. Trying to get exercise is hard enough <laughs> without not getting off the couch to turn on the lights. <laughs> yes, I hear you. <laughs> so it's kind of, but then I, I of then the, the complete opposite side is I, I think of uh, Jean-Luc Picard uh, on the Starship Enterprise. He goes, computer, do blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of what we want, isn't Sorry, it? Isn't that the I dream? I know that one. Oh, stop. <laughs> 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 there you go dusty we're done are we <laughs> i think we're done um but a friend of mine has has got his uh google mini uh set up for uh, the philips hue which is mm-hmm. quite nice they that those uh are light bulbs with wi-fi built into them and they can do all kinds of different colors so he's able to say you know he's got various settings make it like mellow and it'll all get nice pastel kind of colors and he'd say make it cold and it'll all be blue or make it warm whatever it happens to be uh, that is mm-hmm. setting and that's kind of yeah 
kind of nice. But I'm not. Okay. I'm not 100% sold on that just yet. And, and the reason I say that is because I bought six smart plugs and I've only used two of them. <laughs> I'm kind of looking around, well, what else can you do? So I don't know. I think I kind of, um, I, I think summing up, Niall, would it be fair to say smart speakers are interesting? Yes. Smart speakers have got a long way to go, but they are definitely going in the right direction. Uh, they're going in some sort of direction. Mm. I don't think they have found the spot at which you go, that's why I need it. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It's just, it's still at the gimmick stage. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's not at the, the must-have stage. After all of the things that I've said, uh, and I think you said it earlier, that Amazon is a great, um, you would use it like a radio or a music mm. source or something like that in, in the house. They've got a new uh, Echoes, um, Echo 5, which is uh, an Amazon speaker with a five-inch colour screen on it. Yeah. Um, which just, it'll display a photo, it'll display weather, it'll display the time or whatever. And uh, I want one because that's exactly how I want to use it. I want to use it as an alarm clock or a clock type thing that I can leave sitting in the kitchen or the bedroom or whatever happens to be. And I can just throw questions at it or I can ask it to do one or two things. uh, Or I can, I think it would be very, that's the best incarnation of uh, Amazon Echo so far, I think. Yeah, well, to me, that looks like a um, digital photo frame. But anyway, beg to no, differ. No, no, <laughs> Agree okay, to disagree. Beg, beg, beg to differ. No, I don't, I don't think it's a digital, a digital photo frame. But uh, anyway, that's, uh, uh, that's it. Anyway, interesting. So overall, uh, marks out of 10 for smart speakers, whatever they happen to be, whether it's a Siri or Google Mini or, or uh, Amazon Alexa. Um, what marks would you give smart speakers a general out of 10? I'm, I'm only going to give them a five. I'm not. I'm, yeah. Ooh, all right, I'd go seven and a half. Ooh, wow, you're really an optimist. Well, I just think there's potential there. Uh, and I think very, very useful potential. But we haven't got there, but I think we're going to get there quite quickly. And I think we'll see a lot more of them in our homes and they become more common. And uh, it'll, it'll just be another part of our lives. As I remember when the internet came out and I had it on my computer and everybody was going, well, what would you use it for? Now look. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So do you know what? Actually, here's the funny thing. Do you know what will get those smart speakers in every home in the world? What? Come up with a use that the porn industry can use them for. <laughs> uh, well, it worked for VHS. <laughs> it, worked for v- it worked for JPEG. <laughs> it worked for so many. It worked for the internet. It worked for so many things. <laughs> anyway, listen, there we go. That's our uh, thoughts on Alexa and smart speakers uh, kind of wrapping up our show for uh, this week. Uh, remember, you can get the lowdown on smart speakers and all things tech in Ireland with all the latest news on hourly updates, uh, daily newsletters and more at our website, techcentral.ie. Or, of course, listen to us each week online or Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Niall Kitson here at Tech Central HQ. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.